Welcome to Exploring Possibility. I'm your host, Christopher Giel, and with this show, my mission is to empower you. I want to inspire those who have forgotten their true worth, their highest potential, and their ultimate capability. I'll be exploring topics that are aimed towards personal growth to help you gain insight and approach life with new perspectives. I want you to increase your impact and help you live a more fulfilling life because limited thinking equals limited being. Let the show begin. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to this new, this brand new episode. This is going to be episode number three, five, number 35. I would just like to welcome all the new listeners to the show, seeing that it's your first time tuning in, and then also, obviously, to my regular listeners. Guys, I just love having you on the show, having you here, and getting feedback from you guys as we go throughout these episodes. So just... As we go today and explore these new ideas and build upon our mindsets, build upon this new version of us and just grow as human beings. And as we go towards the the bigger and better version of ourselves, I would just like to share that we have a community on Facebook. So a community that is slowly growing, but it is there to help you and support you on your way towards your better self. And it's there to also help you mingle and sort of just create the synergy between you and other like-minded people. It's there to support you to become a better version of yourself. I'm always going to be committed to helping others achieving their goals and therefore that group has been created and it's going to start small, but it's going to grow big and it's going to grow, grow strong. So if you like resonate with this idea around purpose, if you resonate around this idea of being present and being aware of how your life unfolds, then this episode is going to be quite special. For today's episode, I actually had a guest. I had a guest named Amber Sandu. He's an international speaker, a coach. He's also a fellow podcast host, and he's also the founder of the Inspired Evolution Movement. This is also his podcast. And uh, Amber is, is He's been affiliated with a few big names and he's worked with a few big companies, including Mind Valley. If, if you guys don't know who Mind Valley is, is a company. They are one of the biggest and most inspiring companies out there. They are obviously in the personal growth space. That's why I personally admire them and I admire their work in the world and the, and the work they do in this world. They currently have this, this mission around them where they want to change and uplift human consciousness. So that's like, that's a big thing. And I'm, with them on that movement. And yeah, just to touch quickly on the, on the Mind Valley affiliation, he's their master certified trainer for both Mind Valley Australia and Mind Valley India. He's also been affiliated with Eckhart Tolle. Um, he did some work with him in his school of awakening. So that's quite a big, big, big thing that I recognize from Amrit. He just travels toward the world delivering keynotes, talks, seminars, and then workshops for the Inspired Evolution and also for Mind Valley throughout the United States, Europe, Asia, and also Australia. Amrit has really got this special gift of just sharing impactful ideas and insights with unrivaled enthusiasm. And I, I think this enables him to engage people and his audiences, you know, all around the world. And he impacted me so much on this episode. I'd love you to just listen throughout this episode as we touch on a few different topics, including purpose being number one. So purpose and how that sort of like integrates with fulfillment. Uh, we also just spoke about how you are always on purpose and a, and a few things around that, like flow that touches on that and that works and we integrate with purpose. We spoke about hustle, alignment, we, we touched on a few other aspects such as mindfulness and that just really was such a nice conversation towards the end. And that's how we ended the show. So, I mean, if any of those things resonate with you, I'm sure that's why you are listening to this episode because you saw the topic of mindfulness and purpose for living. And that is exactly what Amrit represents. He's such an authentic guy, such a real guy. You'll just hear throughout the episode, how he, he was just like fully himself. And I truly love this episode. I got so much insight. I actually re rewinded this episode myself, listened back a few times and just really tried to feel and understand what he was trying to say. And I'm now starting to integrate one or two things that he actually mentioned. 
because that is the one of the things that I always say is you need to take action on the things that gets discussed, on the things that gets suggested, so you can actually start integrating integrating those things into your life and start making worthwhile progression. So as you listen throughout this episode, just ask yourself a few questions in terms of how present you are with your awareness and also how purposefully you are going through life. Are you feeling like you are living on purpose or not? Are you feeling fulfilled in whatever it is that you are doing? Are you working within flow? Ask yourself those two, three questions as you go ahead and listen to this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hi there, guys. Welcome to today's episode. And I can't wait to now get started because, as you know, I just love chatting about all things possibility, things that make life more possible, things that open up life to just allow us to live it more purposefully, more inspired and more, you know, just aligned with who you really are. So I love getting into the things that are going to stretch and invite possibility into your life. And for today, I thought I'm going to touch on a few topics surrounding things like inspiration, purpose, uh, curiosity, which is one of the big things that I absolutely love, purpose. And for today's episode, I decided to invite a gentleman by the name of Amrit Sandhu. So Amrit, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Ah, Chris, thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to be here. Awesome, man. So like I said, those are going to be some of the topics that we jump into. But before we get in there, I just want to tell you that I Googled your name. And do you know what popped up <laughs> when I was searching for your name? It was models. <laughs> And a lot of <laughs> actors and a lot of doctors. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna have to work on getting you up those ranks, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, I think it's a consequence of uh, Amrit Sandhu is like the James Smith of Punjab <laughs> in India. So yeah, my name is not unique. <laughs> there's a, there's another Amrit Sandhu out there that actually is a uh, he's uh, he's like a minister. And he does, he gives sermons for churches. And uh, so it's like, oh, maybe uh, there's something aligned there. Maybe I should get him on my podcast and just talk about <laughs> what he's talking about. So, yeah, definitely a, a very common name. So. It's exactly that. So I went and I clicked, you know, because obviously you don't know what the, what the video is about. And I clicked the video and I was like, this is not the guy that I'm looking for. So <laughs> let, me, let me add some, some of your stuff behind the name. So let me add his podcast name. Um, things like Mind Valley behind it, and then I quickly got to who I want. But now, let's let's chat about you. You said that your name is not u- unique, but I'm sure there's, there's a lot of things that we don't know about you that is unique. So, perhaps for those that don't know who you are, just give us like a brief insight into who Amber is. Wow. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think one of the challenges I have with just that question is that, you know, we're also multidimensional. There's so many things going on in our life um, and we often end up just labeling, oh, yep, you know, hey, I'm Amrit, I'm coach, <laughs> you know, or hey, yeah, yeah. I'm Amrit, I'm speaker, or hey, I'm Amrit, I'm podcaster. That label. Um, yeah, you know, and the labels do definitely help to help you define who you are to a certain degree, but just remember you're not the box you put yourself in. So for me, um, in a nutshell, uh, I love to speak. Uh, that's fundamentally what's going on. So for me, I yeah, that shows up in many forms. The Inspired Evolution podcast, um, the seminars that I run for Mind Valley in Australia, the seminars I run for Mind Valley in India, um, the international speaking I do for Mind Valley and all the Mind Valley University events that they run. Um, then the Inspired Evolution has its events that you know corporate events all over the world. Um, then I do coaching for the Inspired Evolution, and then there's yeah, so coaching, speaking, podcasting, and so what you'll find is you know all these things seem to be of a very different nature. It's like okay, he's a coach, he's also a speaker. That kind of makes sense, and a podcaster kind of makes sense. But really, fundamentally, what I'm doing is I'm showing up to just have really deep, conscious conversation. Um, and for me, that's kind of the through line. And the reason why that is my through line is because that's where I drop into most flow and we can have a whole conversation around that shortly. But in a nutshell, Amrit Speaks, um, that's the Instagram handle as well. So <laughs> it's really, really simple. Amrit loves to speak. Um, yeah, so that's that, I think that answers your question a little bit. Um, yeah. That definitely does. I love actually how you how you approach that because – it's so funny. In the, in the past two episodes, we also spoke about things that you just covered. So two episodes back, I spoke to Harris Fanneroff. And he also said that 
we, we spoke a little bit, we went deeper. So we sp- spoke about identity and how you label yourself in terms of your identity mm-hmm. and how that is sometimes not the best thing as you limit yourself in terms of what you can do because now you are, in his case, he was, he was identified as being a baseball player his entire life. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like when he lost, you know, when he, when he lost his career, after that, he was no one. So in that, in that sense, it's a better way to see like what's the fundamental things underneath that driving that's like mm. that identity or that, that label. And then also the, the episode just before this one was with uh, John Sane from South Africa. And he said to live exponentially, you also don't have to label yourself with one thing. You've got to live from purpose. You've got to live from within and that's how you're going to live exponentially. And I think that leads us so nicely into what I want to speak in today. It's about, it's about living on purpose. It's about living a life that's extraordinary, right? right? I mean, there's, I know, and I'm going to speak for everyone out there, but I think people should and want to be living on purpose. They want to be living an extraordinary life. So before we touch on that, I want to, I just, I'm curious about this. Inspired evolution, that's a label you have on your podcast. What does it mean to you? So we can get that from you. I, I think it's going to say a little bit more about yourself as well. Sure. So, uh, yeah, the conversation around purpose and purposeful <laughs> living is, is one that's very dear to my heart. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll surely get there. So um, what, the Inspired Evolution, fundamentally, when I was setting up a podcast, um, it emerged out of I was basically hosting philosophy and spirituality, personal development gatherings in my house every fortnight. Um, and the event was called Mandala Moments. And Mandala Moments was basically the moment you have an epiphany is like you spiral in in your mind on yourself. It's like, whoa, my whole world just got deconstructed, reconstructed. What just happened? Had an epiphany. So we called that a Mandala Moment. And basically all my – I was the average of the five people I was spending my time with, so I was very conscious of the people that came here. So uh, in this Mandala Moments were the people that inspired me to evolve into the version that I wanted to be. At the time I didn't have language around that, but this is what I was consciously trying to do. And I had all these people say, hey, the conversations we're having, they're epic. Uh, you should do a podcast so we can spread it a bit further. And I, at the time, pardon me, this was three years ago, so I tuned into podcasts and I hadn't had that much of a, of a like I wasn't versed into podcasts. And I just listened to a couple and most of them seemed to be in the States and it was, ha, listen to me, I'm an expert. I'm the authority on the subject matter that you want to listen to. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, dude, that is not my vibe. Like I'm the perpetual student. I'm always learning. I'm not the expert on anything, right? Like I just want to learn and grow and show up. But fundamentally, long story short, a mentor appeared that was like, hey, I really want to coach people into setting up their podcast. My friends will I do a podcast. And there was a lesson in there because I felt like I was the only piece of resistance that gave myself permission to remove and we dropped into this podcast. On the journey of developing a podcast, I was actually going to call my podcast Everyday Wisdom <laughs> because it's a bit more humble and I just sort of see wisdom. It's everywhere, right? Like there's wisdom yeah. in you, there's wisdom in me, there's wisdom in our friends, there's wisdom. I watch my dog around the house and she'll go lie in the sun yeah. at certain parts of the day and then go drop into shade. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm meant to be dropping into the sun. So there's wisdom everywhere, it's right? It's always there, yeah. Yeah, and so when I sat down to craft it together, I was like, Everyday Wisdom Podcast, and I was just uh, running this past my my life partner, who's now my wife, and she said, you know, I think Everyday Wisdom's good, and I see where you're going. It does really sound like you, but one of the things that I really know about you is that you know, you're always, you're always growing, like you're always changing. Like that's one thing that's really consistent about you. And I was like, yeah, that's true. She's like, so it should be something around growth because that's what you're trying to do with this podcast as well, right? Like you're trying to grow, you know, from one space into the next. And I was like, yeah, true. That's very true. So growth, growth, evolution, evolution. And she's like, and you really like inspiration is a big thing to you. And I was like, yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. it is. And so from there, like she helped me coin. She was like evolution, inspired, inspired evolution. And in the minute we heard inspired evolution, I was like, oh, inspired evolution. Like that really settles in. That really sounded good. And for me, it's been poignant because inspired also means to just breathe, right? And being a meditation teacher, mindfulness Mm -hmm. coach, so just inspiration, right? And allowing that to guide your evolution and then growth and transformation. Um, I also am a big fan of inspiration because you can't fake your inspirations. I know there are a lot of motivational speakers out there and this is not to knock what they do, but I think motivation is, is fleeting. Right? You can apply motivation for a little bit, but inspiration is that moment where you can't help but take a breath, inspire, right? It's like something happens and you're like, <gasps> and it's like, whoa, that's my inspiration, you know? So that's you inspired to evolve. And so inspired evolution, I think as a term, when I try and think about it a little bit more, has like this, 
this promise for tomorrow kind of embedded in it, you know, as well. It's like it's hopeful, which, uh, yeah, I'm very enthusiastic, Touchwood, as an individual. Um, so I kind of feel like it speaks to, yeah, just the energy of what I like to show up as. And so, yeah, inspired evolution, here we are. Awesome stuff, yeah. So I can feel that's why I'm drawn towards you is because of that enthusiasm that you have. I love being around Touch people that are enthusiastic. I mean, it's, 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 it feels like high energy. It feels like energy that I want to be a part of. And it feels like energy that I, that I want to mingle with. So something that I can relate to that you mentioned was how you structured your podcast and what it means to you now. And the same happened to me as how I had to structure the language for my own podcast, being exploring possibility is mm-hmm. my own life. I was looking for that one thing that well, I'm saying one thing, but that, that word for my, for my label or for my podcast, that label that says, this means something. This is this has got meaning to it. And to me, that was the word possibility. And that word to me just stuck. It was like inspiration to you. Like the possibility mm. to me means there's so much more out there for us. There's so much more that we can do and be and become at the end of our lives, you know, as we go through this process. And the other thing was exploring. So that put the action step next to that being like, we got to explore that every time. You got to take the action, mm. think about it. You got to be do the behavior to get to the curiosity. You got to be moving into curiosity and moving into inspiration and into all those things. So that to me just stuck out with that. And then the second thing was motivation and how I've also read and seen for myself that it does expire so quickly. Like you can get yourself (laughs) motivated. You can be like, "Ah, I'm hyped up, ready for this today. And 10 (laughs) seconds later, you're like, this this doesn't work. It's so... (laughs) It's so empty. It's not, it doesn't move me, you know. It 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 feels good in the moment, but it it's a few seconds after it's it goes away. Where inspiration is almost like this muse, this inner muse that just sticks and just draws you towards wherever you need to be. So I, I love it. It animates you, right? Like the breath is what animates you. So it actually animates you into, into practice. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you, Chris, because that's not easy to do, right? Like to create something that is fundamentally like an extension of your own curiosity, your own values, that takes a lot of courage to show up for. It's a lot easier to be like, oh, this is what the market wants. <laughs> no, let's just go create what the market needs, which no exactly. poo-pooing on the market. But at the same time, you're the identity of someone else, right? What the market needs. Just be yourself and just share the best version of yourself that you can and your curiosities are fundamental to that. And from there, like so much is available and I love the fact that it's exploring possibility for you, you know, and just being able to show up and be like, hey, I don't have it figured out. Like exploring is also like, hey, like let's go somewhere and possibility is infinite, right? So you gave yourself permission to go on the journey, right? Same thing with the inspired evolution. Inspired is like, I'm inspired to evolve, to get where? I don't know. I'm just want to be the change I want to see in the world, right? And you're doing the same thing. So that takes a lot of courage, brother. So hats off to you. Thanks so much, man. I, I must uh, admit, you know, it's taken so many years actually to think about this. People think it's just like a one week thing and the podcast's up and you all aligned now and your values are set. And it, for me, it was a, it was a, it was a quite a tough journey with a lot of ups and downs and it still is. It, it always is, but I'm, I'm, I'm now exploring, you know, and it's fun. Yeah, how weird I is this question it. when I ask you? Yeah, how, weird, how weird is this question when I ask you, like, when did the podcast start? Because people ask me this question, like, when like when did the inspired evolution begin? And I was like, when did you start exploring possibility? It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, my whole life sort of thing. Like, how long have you been inspired to evolve? Ah, uh, my whole life. <laughs> but it's like, oh, the podcast was established three years ago. Okay, I, I can answer that question. <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. It's like, I think exploring possibility exploring possibility has always been there it's just now manifested in a way that's a podcast it's now in reality in that in that way and maybe in a year or two it's going to be manifested in a different way it's going to show up differently so obviously now that that opens up the the next topic for me which is which is purpose and i just love as you can hear and as you can see i also enjoy the idea of living on purpose that is it just sets me off every single day i feel so moved i feel so ready i feel so aligned if i move with purpose but Mm. i feel that so many others out there i just see them and i can speak from experience and from what i'm seeing out there as people are not living on purpose and it's because of so many things you know fears and and what you and expectations that you set out that maybe don't manifest and you don't follow your purpose so i want to get to this point of of what purpose is for you what 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 do we take from that? Like, how do we start with this idea around purpose? What does it, what does purpose mean? Um, because I, I feel for both of us, 
it's, I think we both, from what I could find out about you and what I read about you and what I had learned from you and heard from you, is that we both had the same mind blown sort of aha moment of what purpose is and what it means. So briefly give us a, a definition perhaps or a place to start off with what, what purpose is and why are we chatting about purpose today, do you think? Like, what does it mean to you? Sure. I love how it's taken, uh, like, just to reflect back to people, it takes a lot of, uh, like, it takes a lot of dancing around to ask a question around purpose because it is such a nebulous topic, right? So tuning into it fundamentally, like, if you want to substitute, uh, like, a word out for purpose, the, the, it basically is fulfillment, right? That's kind of the topic we're discussing, right? Like, so purpose is the conversation around fulfillment. And in that space, it'd be... Uh, it'd be almost negligent of me to not flag that as an orientation, fulfillment is a much stronger orientation for your life, right, as a compass, as a true north. Like if you start orienting, I always try and say orientating, it's not the right word, orienting yourself towards fulfillment, you're in a much more grounded, stable situation than what most people tend to go for, which is happiness, right? Happiness is is something that will come and also dissipate. Sadness, like when I lost my mentor about a year and a half ago, I was genuinely sad for 12 months, right? But that also informed my fulfillment because I know at some point I'm going to pass and how do I get that fact with grace? And then what does that mean to my fulfillment and my time here on earth? Having fulfillment as an orientation is much stronger. I love having this conversation around purpose because I'm standing here right now and, you know, my glaring message for everyone is everybody goes you know whether it's the beginning of a podcast or in the podcast is there anything you'd like to finish with and it's like yes my fundamental message that I love to communicate and this is what I'm here to do is say that your health and your purpose are actually the same thing and like you said a lot of people don't necessarily focus on their purpose they don't feel like purpose is important for me just through my life experience having struggled with depression for six years about eight nine years ago now and then going through a career that you know, it wasn't really serving me. Um, the one consistent thing I've found through my mental health challenges, through all the challenges I went through, was that actually the key to my health is purpose, right? So if I'm sure, and we, we've got examples of this in, in real life, like we look at Warren Buffett, right? He is doing very successful. He's very successful, doing really well. And, and the bloke's diet consists of sodas and cheeseburgers, right? But how is this dude this yeah. old, you know, and he's literally minting money. Like he's doing an incredible job, right? But he's swimming in his lane. He loves reading. He loves dissecting businesses and looking at where to then invest the next opportunity, right? And it took him, he didn't make his first million something like after the age of 50 or something. It took him ages to get onto purpose. Once he's there, bang, right? So much is available. Now he would have been working on all the tools that get him to where he is as well. So that was a point that I just wanted to gently challenged that you mentioned, which is there are people that are living off purpose. So one of the realizations I've had of late is that actually we have the audacity to think that we're off purpose at any given point in time, right? And that comes from like, just to just let, let that settle in. Like you actually think you have the audacity to think that you're ever off purpose, right? That I is a that whole philosophic. Yeah, right. So there's like a whole philosophical rabbit hole in terms of like free will. But for me, it was like some of the biggest challenges I had was working for an organization, right, where my values weren't completely aligned, right? I had to do a lot of work on myself to get an awareness of what my values were. And the first day I showed up on that job, I realized that that person, that CEO, they're not in alignment with my values. But it was like, okay, cool. I'm going to be the millennial generation. I'm going to be the next generation, move in and hopefully inspire the change to be, you know, we carry the change within us to infiltrate the organization with. I kind of thought this is how it was going to go. Long story short, that didn't happen, right? The values of the organization were much more rigid. The, the organization was not as dynamic as I hoped for it to be, right? And, but I identified that at day one, right? Now, fast for that career of seven years. Now, that gave birth to the inspired evolution. Why? Because I was experiencing so much friction in that space, right, that I was inspired to evolve out of it, right? Working, construct a.m. to 6 p.m., six days of the week, right? It's a lot of hours that you put in, right, six days a week. So Sunday rest. Now, the good thing about that, 
and I joke about the share of mistakes that I put in the same amount of hours before the age of 30 that most people put in before the age of 50 when they have the midlife crisis. So I just had it a little bit earlier. <laughs> but that friction is what brought me to the inspired evolution, which then brought me to all the deep realizations. Now, was it blissful? Was it happiness driven? No, I went through a lot of challenges, right? But it's part of my fulfillment. It was part of my purpose to pop out at the other end of it and then go, yo, like, okay, these are the challenges that I've interfaced and out of it was birthed the Inspired Evolution. The Inspired Evolution was me inspired to evolve out of my construction job to live the life on my own terms, the life that I love, right? And so fundamentally for me, health and purpose are the same thing. And I've realized that when I'm actually showing up to do the work that I want to do, like right now you're listening to me talk, I love to speak. I can just continue to go flow, flow, flow because that's what I – feel the most flow doing right and so for me that's actually healthy like i don't show up for podcasts because it's like yes my curiosity loves it but fundamentally if i'm neglecting this part of me if i'm not showing up to speak if i'm not showing up to coach if i'm not showing up traveling touring to speak and share ideas and thoughts that are inspiring me then i'm actually suppressing who I am. I'm suppressing the truest expression of Amrit. And that suppression is the opposite of expression, right? The opposite of expression is also depression, right? And one in two are anxious or depressed in the world at the moment, right? And so that is actually the realization that your health and your purpose, right, are fundamentally intertwined. And that's the message that I carry in my heart. And that's what purpose means to me. That was a very special and very deep message. I'm going to give you a few points that I took from that. And one is that purpose is also equal or actual equal to or actually fulfillment. So being fulfilled in what you do. And then also happiness, which is quite an interesting thing that you mentioned as being this, not this thing that we should be going towards as a, as a purpose or as a fulfilling thing, but rather as seeing it as a byproduct because it also expires. It comes and goes. There's a polarity to that. And happiness then is not the destination as so many, as I've also seen a lot of Americans that I've actually spoken to or, or following, they speak about this happiness factor. And that's the thing you should be aiming for. But I personally, for me, it's, it's been much more about meaning. It's, it's the meaning we find in things coupled with living on purpose. And that to me also has brought into my life happiness and it's 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 on, it's on the side it's just part, to me it's it's just sprinkling on top you know it's just adding something special to the purpose or to the meaning or to your life the other thing was the third thing was purpose being an orientation and not a destination and i think that is massive so if someone can think about that for a while because that was probably something i i, I had i had the special um, existential crisis i would call it <laughs> <laughs> at the age of like 21, I'm now 29. So I had it at the age of 21, 22, I was in varsity. I remember sitting there in front of the computer because I was doing a computer science degree. Um, and I thought to myself, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I had that, that inside scream of what is going on? Why am I not, you know, living at my purpose. So at that time also, I obviously thought, yeah, this is a destination. I need to be there. I need to be there to be doing my purpose. And then only like in the recent year or so or two, I found out that I also agree with, agree with this idea, this notion that it, it, it's a more orientation. It's more the idea of the process. It's always ongoing. You just got to like step into it in a way and then do that. And that to me was absolutely beautiful. And then the last point, which I got out of this was the the suppression, if you don't express, you actually suppress or you, and then you get, as a result of that, you get depressed. So that also, in a way, it's an anecdote to, to depression, right? It's a way to deal with depression. I'm not saying it's, it's the final go-to for solving all your problems, but in one way, it's a way to get out of that, right? It's a step away from being depressed. It's to live a purposeful life. Now, to many out there listening, I think as this, this might, this might sound like a deep thing that we're talking about because it is, but also if we can break down the overwhelm or the, this big, huge thing about purpose, what is, what is like the first step that someone can take to start thinking about living on purpose? What is one thing that we can do perhaps, you know, like how can we take the next step instead of now going home and, getting sort of like headaches and thinking about, wow, purpose is this big thing. I don't know if I can do this. You know, it's, it's too big of a step. I'm, I'm fearful. I'm frightful. 
what what do you say to people that that are uncertain at this point? At, uh, uh, they Fortune. perhaps now know what it is, but now how do we like what what do we do, Amrit? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So let me take you on a bit of a journey because it's a very simple question with a very simple answer for me, right? But it requires quite a, not a complicated, but a long-winded context. So if you, permission to go there with you. So short answer, short answer, flow, right? That's the short answer for me, right? And it's really cool that a whole study of science around flow exists to be able to just give you that word and be like flow. But I know if I just say that to you, you're like, huh? Right. So let's go on the journey. Right. So fundamentally, I believe, and this doesn't have to be your belief, whenever someone's sharing their beliefs with you, just make sure check in what lands and resonates with you. Right. Your intuition is fundamentally powerful. So my belief is that we are the universe looking in on ourselves. Right. So we are of the universe, not in the universe. And for me, once I have that realization, that deep conversation with myself, that I am the universe looking in on myself, you've mentioned this word quite a few times, and I love that you have. There's some fundamental tenets to that then. If I'm looking in on myself, why would I be looking in on myself? Why is a really powerful question to ask. Why, right? The answer that came up for me, right, and again, this is my answer, it doesn't have to be yours, was curiosity then seems to be pretty fundamental to the fabric of everything that makes everything right? So I'm looking in on myself. Why would I be doing that? I don't know. Seems like I'm curious. Okay. So curiosity is a pretty fundamental tenant to the fabric of the universe, in my humble opinion, right? I'd by no means have all the answers. This is just what I see. And so if you're curious and you're looking in on yourself, right? And no two of us are the same, right? Chris is different to Amrit. We're different to Rebecca, right? Who's different to Sean? Who's different to Mike? Everybody's different. Right? There's actually 7 point, I think it's 7.6 billion. Like there's so many of us. No two of us are the same, right? And no two of us are therefore superfluous to the grand design of everything that is put here, right? So we're all part of the universe looking in on itself. The universe is really curious on what it looks like, right? It's on this journey of self-realization with us, right? And we're trying to self-realize that we are the universe. That's a full deep topic. But... When I'm looking in on myself, right, in the way that I was designed to look in on myself, I experience flow, right? And that's where flow comes from for me, right? And so what are the symptoms of flow? Let's go there. So the symptoms of flow are S-T-E-R, stir, right? There's this spaciousness when you just feel expanded when you're in an activity. So right now, I could have been doing a million things, but because I showed up for a podcast and I'm talking, like Chris can see this, my hands are animated, like the space around me doesn't matter, like I'm, I'm feeling big, right? I feel mm. expanded, right? So there's that spaciousness quality to it, right? There's timelessness, right? Like have we been talking for three minutes or an hour? I don't know, <laughs> right? I, I've got no minutes. idea. Yeah, <laughs> right? So time dilates your relationship with time. Where do you lose time in your life, right? It's like I'm, I pick up a book and I'm just, I can't stop reading. Or when I'm doing pottery, I can't stop. Like I just, I'm in it. Like I go to play tennis and I've been playing for like, you know, so whatever it is for you, right? Where do you lose time? The second one is effortlessness, right? So for me, touch wood, like I love to speak and connect people and ideas together. And when I'm doing that, it seems to be that like, it's not that much of a challenge for me to do that. Now, does that sound egotistical? Yes, it does when I say it out loud because of the way society is constructed. But it took a lot of work to go on that realization of actually, this is what I love to do. And this is where it just is effortless to do that. Like, here's a really powerful idea. Here's a really awesome human. Connect those two. Here's a really awesome human. Here's a really awesome human. Connect those two. Here's a powerful idea. Here's a powerful idea. Connect those two. That's what I, that's what I love to do, right? And it's effort, like it's much more effortless than everything else I attempt to do. Right. Gotcha. And then there's R, which is S-T-E-R, the richness. Right. It's just the, like the quality of what you're experiencing is just it's rich. It's like, ah, oh, I don't really know how to describe it, except like sort of just <laughs> salivate over it. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's got that quality to it where it really feels luscious, feels gorgeous. You feel beautiful when you're doing it. It feels wonderful. So those are the symptoms of flow. Now, how do you actually access those symptoms of flow? Now, let, just before we get to that, firstly, let's just acknowledge and recognize that a lot of us spend a lot of time looking in on ourselves, trying to fog the lens, 
if that is a reasonable metaphor. Like I'm putting on the lens and many of men, like many people are putting on the lens that, okay, I want the big white house with the white picket fence and the Ferrari, right? But it may be that that's not your lens. Maybe the universe is already looking in on itself through that person's perspective. You're not superfluous to the grand design of the whole thing. Maybe you're the go to the beach surf guy. Maybe you're the mountain trailing guy. Maybe you're the Himalayan Buddha guy, right? Maybe you're the business guy, right? But you're trying to be the Ferrari and the mansion guy because that's what society keeps telling us. Hey, this is really good for you. This is really good for you. Try this, aim for this, aim for this, right? So what happens when we don someone else's lens on the universe, right? We're suppressing again, right? So we're suppressing who we are and we're trying and we're struggling to be what society's telling us. Go and achieve this and be this. And it's not effortless, right? It, the time feels like it's dragging by. It doesn't feel rich. You don't feel spacious. You suppress. It, it's, a, it's a grind, right? But what's the opposite to the grind is flow, <laughs> yeah? So if you can find your flow, you know that, oh, whoa, 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 why did I, wait, whoa, whoa, why am I flowing here? Because that's what you were designed to do. That's what you were put here to do, right? So touch wood, for me, that looks like speaking, talking, conversation. I love conversation. It's the whole thing for me, right? For you, it might be painting, right? For you, it might be helping people accelerate their business. For someone else, it might be gardening, right? Then a whole conversation opens in terms of how do we go make money of this. But before we get there, how do we find out what it is that we do? What it is it that I find flowing? Now, for me, you are the universe looking in on yourself. You can't fake your curiosity. You cannot fake it. It's like what you what you find funny. You can't fake your laughter, right? Exactly. So you can't fake, yeah, right? So you can't fake your curiosity. They're ever present. So I would ask you, what's in your space at home? Take a look around. What do you value? So when you come to my house, you take a look around. Okay, Bob, you know, there's lots of books on spirituality around, personal development around, some books on business development, lots of books on, you know, how to play music. And then you look around and it's like, okay, I'm at my office, but there's a guitar right there. There's handpans around. There's music. Okay, so what does Amrit value? Where does Amrit drop into flow? Well, it's like, okay, he's definitely curious about spirituality, philosophy, growth, music, vibration, frequency. It's in your space. So when I sit there on a guitar, it's like, oh, my God, like I've got to detach myself from this because I've got shit to do today, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I drop in like I, an hour can go past and I'm having a great time, right? I'm experiencing flow, yeah? And if some people say, oh, my house, I've kind of not decorated it, you know, there's, first of all, I'd like to call bullshit on that because you cannot fake it, even in your immediate space, like there's something on your bedside table, right? There's something around that informs you of what it is that really matters to you. If you don't want to go there, pull out your Instagram, pull out your Facebook, pull out your YouTube, your recently searched stuff. Obviously, if you're hustling and you're an entrepreneur, you're probably researching a bunch of stuff. And if the hustle feels really hustle-filled, then it may not be that you're like researching the right things, but generally maybe late at night, that hour before bed, after you've done all your hustle, you pull out your phone and you're just looking at like, how do I build vertical gardens? Or, you know, you're looking at like, I don't know, bonsai trees or just these random things. But why are you looking at that? You know, because that's your curiosity, yeah? That's fundamentally who you are. So your space already informs and is already representing to you your curiosities. And if you can just go on the journey of, like, allowing these things more space, permission to just be a part of your daily dialogue and actually cultivating more of this, then you're opening yourself up to more and more flow. From there, you'll actually start to experience flow and then God knows. From there, you'll be able to identify, oh, this is what flow actually feels like. And then when it shows up in other pockets of your life, you'll be ready to ready to seize the opportunity. Just on that note, if I can just put my hand up, just one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Please share. There's, there's a big conversation at the moment where everybody's like, yes, hustle, 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 hustle. Mm. You know, it's like just mm. hustle. And um, I love Gary Vee and there's a massive proponent for hustle. Yeah, but you notice even... Yeah, even right now, he's like a lot of his content goes, find what you love to do, right? Yeah. I'm all about the hustle, but if you're hustling out of alignment and not in the lens that you were put here to look in on the universe as, you're not going to experience flow. The grind is just going to get grindier and grindier and grindier and you end up grinding yourself, right? Hustle, yes, alignment first, right? 
if you can align yourself, find your flow, where is it that you really love what you do and how you show up and where you feel that flow and experience and you're on purpose, from there, man, absolutely do not hold back. Absolutely hustle. Now is the time to hustle because you found it. You're in. You're on. You're in alignment, right? And so hopefully that gives you a bit of an idea of where to find your flow. Notice there is always an inner voice. There is always an intuition. Right before, long before I was speaking on podcasts, coaching, traveling the world, speaking on stages, long before that, there was always this inner voice. When I saw a public speaker that I knew in my bones, I was like, man, I like, I'm inspired. <laughs> that person inspires me, hence, inspired yes. evolution, right? That person inspires you, know, but you've got it. The, the challenge is the voice of your intuition is it talks like this. <laughs> And your everyday voice is like this and you're just like your everyday voice and you're talking and it's like, yeah, let's go get coffee. Yeah, I'd love a croissant as well. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, we don't, we don't let the whisper come through, right? <laughs> Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen, right? So tuning into your intuition, you kind of already know. And I've had some amazing mentors, but there was a lot of mentors that I shared that like, hey, like I want to do like this. I want to be a public speaker. And at the time they were encouraged to keep me in my lane. They were like, no, 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 no. Just do what, you know, just let's just work on the next bit of the block of what you're working on, like, you know, wow. you're trying to be this person. In and they didn't hold space for my dreams, right, which is not their fault. Like, I understand, mm. like, they had their own limiting beliefs. They had their own challenges. And for them, it was easier for them to retain a client if they could see that I was giving them tangible outcomes, right? But then what does that mean? Even that was on my purpose, to learn that, that no one's going to do that for me and I've got to do it for myself was a massive realisation. And now what does Amrit do as a coach? <laughs> Amrit does exactly that. It's like, okay, you're invested in something and you'll come here for high performance, but really why is your performance lacking? What are you suppressing? And it's like, okay, cool, what is your truest expression? What do you really want to be? What are you avoiding? Ah, this is your soul's expression. Okay, let's build that out as well because that will give you meaning and then everything else will feel much better anyway. So long-winded answer. Thank you for listening in. Uh, a long-winded answer, but a plethora of ideas to go and explore after this, a, a meaningful uh, topic that people can actually go and rewind and just listen to you back because there were so many things that stood out for me once again. And one was, as you speak about flow, you speak about this acronym, acronym that one can look at if you want to start dissecting flow a little bit and what that means to you. And I'm going to put that down in the show notes of this episode so that people can go back and just think about that because I know that you've spent some quality time with some special and unique people, people that know what they're talking about when it comes to flow. So we can definitely take a lot from that. It's, you, you'll see it makes sense if you go into that. And then the other thing was the intuition. Obviously, you spoke about this inner voice, which to me was also huge. And I think mine was also always whispering until I remember I told you the story about me sitting in the, in the library, I think at one point. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, the, the, this voice just shouted out at me. But then after that, it went quiet again. But then I knew about it. I like knew there was mm -hmm. something in there. I knew that was there. That was this thing. And I didn't have the language at that time to label that and to say what that was or what it means, but I just followed that. And I think that is also where you speak about uh, curiosity and you're like, yes, just follow that curiosity. And I, I, re I recently also realized that if you just don't know where to start with purpose, start with that one thing that, that tickles your curiosity. Like, so that just mm -hmm. says one thing that you always you can't stop thinking about it. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why your mind goes there and why it wants to take you on that journey. And also another thing was the society that we shouldn't be listening to it because a lot of us too fall into that trap where we want to, I think it's, I don't know why, but I think it's part of us just wanting to fit in in a way and be, we want to be part of that tribe. And now we, we try and change ourselves to then fit into their tribes or the tribes that we see out there. But it's instead, a survival. Exactly. Survival yeah, to survive. And instead we can, we can just be ourselves and then draw the people towards us that are like us instead of us trying to change ourselves and fit in. And the last thing that I want to mention, because there was so, there was actually too many things. I don't think I wrote everything <laughs> down, but that's why I'm saying <laughs> I think it's special that someone can go back and really get so much from this this talk and uh, the last thing was probably not mentioned earlier and uh, or, or, or was mentioned earlier and not later on but being multi-dimensional so if you think about yourself you are really multi-dimensional so your your purpose might not just be one thing it might be many things that you can explore and then integrate later at a point but just start at least start exploring one 
thread of that one topic, one idea, one feeling, and just like follow that. You speak a lot about values as well. And I think, uh, Dr. John Martini, he's like the, to me, like the expert on, on values. And it's quite special how you also bring that into all of this and how we can bring that into flow, bring that into purpose, because I, I really think that aligns. It works. It helps when you know what your values are. And to me, my values journey was also quite a, a long one. It wasn't just <laughs> a one-time thing where, where you said like the exercise you can do is to start looking behind you and start seeing like what's in your space. Like what do you, what do you value? What are the things that you, what, what do you, what do you find important? What do you go and search on Facebook afterwards? I mean, what are the things? And to me, that was a really long journey of not just looking at it once, but looking at it every single day, asking myself, what do I value? What is special to me? What is in my space? What can't I shut up about? <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> obviously, one of that to me, one of my biggest values, I think at the, at the top is personal growth or just growth in general, mm. being, yeah. you know, uh, growth driven being, and that also means purpose driven. And underneath all of that is what we've been highlighting this entire episode. If you haven't caught that yet, guys, is curiosity. I love that. I love being curious about life. So, wow, that was, that was quite a lot. That was a mouthful, but I love it. I want to get into another idea. Because I mean, there's a lot for people to now go and think about, about purpose, you know, and start off with and go into. And the next thing I want to just touch on before we get to this end of this episode and before time runs out is mindfulness. Like, I know you have a lot of experience around mindfulness. So I'd love to get your perspective. And once again, your experience of what mindfulness is, once again, to start off with perhaps what it is, because I'm not even sure I know what it is. I, I can imagine and I think I know what it is. It's being present. It's being intentional in a way. But what is your perspective on that? And how can it be useful for us? I love it. So again, short answer, be here now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Long answer. <laughs> let's go on the journey. Yes, let's so, go on the journey. Let's yeah. explore. So I'd love to ask you, Chris, you know that moment where you were in the library and you had that had that download, right? And then from there you realized this thing about curiosity, right? And then you went on this whole journey of like exploring your curiosity. How long between then and creating the exploring uh, exp uh, like exploring possibility uh, podcast came about? It's quite a long time. Yeah, cool. Would you say that uh, the Exploring Possibility podcast was a bit of a milestone, like when you established that, like you really dropped in and like, yes, I'm acknowledging curiosity. I made the change to be curious. Would you say that is the case? That is definitely the case. It was one of, yeah, I think milestone is a is a beautiful way of labeling that in a way because it, it wasn't the final destination, but it was definitely like a big step for me when I when I put this in and when I followed this, I was like, wow, it feels like something clicked for me. Like, this this uh, this feeling of alignment just came into me. So mm. definitely, yes. Yeah. I love that. So at what point did the shift occur? At what point did you shift into curiosity? Well, for me, it was the day that I, that I got that moment. It was for me, it was mm. the day that something, I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't know yeah. if we can call it intuition or we can call it, I don't even know, but it was that moment. I'll give you, I'll give you the word. You ready? Awareness, right? That's what dropped in, the awareness. Massively. Right? You became aware that curiosity is this thing for you. That's so true. Right? And so at what point did you shift? And this was like because a big part of um, the Inspired Evolution, I was coached by Eckhart Tolle for six months to promote mindfulness and presence in terms of bringing that to organizations, bringing that to, to my coaching clients. Um, and that was a revolutionary six months for me, um, just what that meant to work with someone like Eckhart Tolle I can imagine. for six months was insane. Like I'm still pinching myself sometimes. Yeah. It's like, dude, life is a trip. When you get aligned, like the weirdest stuff happens. Yeah. But I digress. And one of the biggest things that, you know, and I love him for his simplicity, but I'll give you a quick example. And I know time is of the essence, but I used to be a litter bug, right? So I used to drop litter on the road and just keep walking. And I'm not proud of this, but I'm sharing it with you because the story illustrates the point. Thanks so I drop litter man. and I keep going. <laughs> and then at one point, my wife turned, now wife, back then she was my, my girlfriend, she turned around to me and she goes, you know that goes into the ocean. And I was like, oh, my God, I never, I never put that together. As an engineer, I thought we had street sweepers, cleaners, urban planner. I thought everything got kind of filtered out and it was all good. Everything ended up in the bin anyway. Why would I have to put it in the bin? 
And then I remember the the vision of the turtle with the, uh, the turtle and the straw coming out of its nose, and I was like, "Holy shit! I'm contributing to that problem. That I don't want to be that problem." Mm. In that moment, I was like, "Wow! I never want to do this again." Now I'd love to sit here and tell you, "Oh yeah, every time I walked past a bin, then I put my rubbish in the bin." No, the first three times I continued to litter. The fourth time I dropped my rubbish, I walked on a little bit and I turned around and I actually went back for it and picked it up and put it in the bin. The fifth to sixth time, I kept returning for the rubbish that I dropped, picked it up and put it in the bin. The seven, eight, ninth time, I was kind of like dropping it and then putting it in the bin. And then by uh, 10, 12 times, I was like, okay, cool, rubbish goes in the bin, rubbish goes in the bin. Now, the question that I ask from stage is like, yo, at what point did I change? And most people will be like, oh, you changed when you started putting it in the bin. The actual answer is no. I changed that moment my partner told me, hey, that goes into the ocean. Why? Because my awareness shifted. The rest of the motions and all that was just the integration of me catching up to the change. The awareness has created the shift. The shift occurs when the awareness drops in. The rest of you is just integrating that awareness into the new way of being. Sometimes that can take two weeks. Sometimes that can take years. For some people, it's a lifetime. Yes. Right? But the shift occurred when the awareness dropped in. So how do we become more and more aware? Ah, good question. Good question. Right? So how do we become more and more aware? And so dropping into your awareness, experiencing what actually is your awareness. Like when I talk about awareness, some of you are like, oh, yeah, yeah. like I can feel my awareness, like I'm listening, I'm seeing things. My awareness Mm -hmm. is plugged into my senses. Okay, what happens if we direct our senses inwards? What's going on in then? Like you're still aware, you still know the scape of your room, you know, how things feel, is it cool or warm? You know, you're going through this whole experience of awareness. Actually, your awareness is always on, but how present are you to your awareness, right? Now we're having a dialogue around mindfulness, right? This is mindfulness. You're bringing yourself into the present moment, into your awareness, right? Many ways to access it. The conversation around mindfulness, though, is mindfulness is just one type of meditation. Mindfulness keeps you present in the here and the now. And for me, I struggled with depression for six years and it completely healed me. In order to respect the time, I've shared this story many times, so I won't share the story, but let's just the way I share it from stage is fundamentally the punchline of it is that going through uh, depression for six years, I say that uh, mindfulness reconstituted my life, meditation reconstituted my life. All the challenges that I had, if it wasn't for mindfulness, I don't know where I'd be to the point where I was prescribed prescription pills and I took those pills and they did not serve me, right? And by some grace of God, mindfulness dropped in and I was in this really sticky situation. I just happened to have a mindfulness breathing exercise on hand, which the doctor had prescribed to me. And I was like, mindfulness, breathing, are you serious? Like I've been breathing for like 20 years. Get out of my face. <laughs> I got this. Right? I was so, I was, yeah, I was oh, like, breathe, brother, please. <laughs> I've been breathing. How am I here? And then I remember like being in an anxiety provoking situation and I pulled out my phone at the time and in the back cover of my phone, somehow by some grace of God, I tucked in the mindfulness exercise that she'd written down on a post-it note and I was just reading it and I just went one, two, three, four, five, four. Three, two, one. And notice, even as I did that, like everything just starts to create more spacious. Everything just starts to chill out a little bit. Your anxiety stop, anything, thoughts stop, and you just chill and you're just counting your breath. Now, what's happening is your count is focusing your mind on your breath, which is actually the one thing that is always happening in real time, right? You can even argue when you're looking at something, the light is going out, it's reflecting back and then coming back in, there's a lag, right? Mm. But the breath is happening right the fuck now, right? It's happening right now. So you're bringing your awareness into the present moment. Really powerful because fundamentally what's happening with one and two again are anxious and depressed, right? So when you're anxious, your mind is spending more and more time thinking about the future. Where's that next paycheck coming from? What am I going to have for lunch? 
Should I take the dog for a walk? Maybe I should take the dog for a walk. Do I need a coffee again? Maybe I need another coffee. You're loving the future. I wonder what tomorrow's going to bring. Right. So all these thoughts, as I've just rattled this off to you, you can feel it, right? Like it's getting speedier. It's getting like, and that speediness, right, is a function of projecting into the future and becoming anxious, right? So your future thoughts provoke anxiety, right? Now, if I look back into my into my past, right? Oh man, I should have taken the dog for a walk. Oh, I wish I had that coffee. Oh man, I really wish I said the right thing in that meeting. Hmm. Oh, man, I really wish I didn't lie about that. I really wish. Can you see already, like, how I'm just, like, like getting stuck? Like, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a negative space because I'm looking back at the past. There's nothing I can do about that, right? So that's provoking depression, right? That's depressing thoughts and anxious thoughts, future, past. Now, the challenge is most people will be quick to demonize. Okay, so don't look into the future. Don't look into the past and just stay present. <laughs> yeah. Nah, inspired <laughs> evolution, baby. Like, how did we get here? How did we get to evolve to this point? By planning for the future, right? Yeah. And learning yeah. from our mistakes. If it wasn't for that, evolution wouldn't have made it here. These are blessings. The fact that our mind can project into these spaces. But the challenge is these blessings we're abusing. And we spend more and more time in the future. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a great planner. I can plan for the future. But you forget to come back into the present moment and just be here where everything's actually happening, right? So meditation gives you the opportunity to hold space and just observe your thoughts, right? And when you observe your thoughts, it actually helps you with your past, right? So meditation helps process all the thoughts from the past. The longer you spend in meditation, the more processing you get done. I, I liken it to defragging the hard drive, right? So you basically go through the defrag and all the stories, all the stuff in the past removes itself mindfulness is all about the present moment. Mindfulness is, right, it's like pretty much opening up your task manager, selecting everything and looking at everything that's on and then giving yourself a moment to just delete everything that's open in task manager, right? It's like just a window of you are holding space for the present moment and just going, okay, I'm going to be mindful, right? And then from there, the future, which a lot of people don't talk about, which is the third end, is actually manifestation. Right? So from there, once you've done all the work on defragging the hard drive and you've cleared your task manager, mm -hmm. this computer, this PC, it's ready to go. It wants to execute programs like AutoCAD. It wants to build shit. Mm -hmm. It wants to get stuff done. Like that's what it was designed for. So let's manifest some stuff, right? Now it sounds super woo-woo, but it's just about taking action in alignment with your curiosities and your dreams. Why would you not do that when, you're, when your hard drive's defragged and you're good to go and your task manager's empty? Right? So this is kind of the conversation around mindfulness and the key is that awareness, right? So if I'm spending more and more time in mindfulness or more and more time meditating, I can notice that actually when I slip into my thoughts in my meditations, most of my thoughts are about like, oh, is there a God? I Like I'm tapping into my, like these are my innate curious thoughts, right? Like obviously there's, did I, what am I going to buy for dinner? Or, you know, uh, you know uh, did I, do I need to buy that leash for my dog? Or like all these random things will come mm -hmm. through. But if I spend an hour sitting there, the first 15 minutes is all the random stuff. But then after that, there are still thoughts that I'm trying not to associate myself with and distancing myself from and just being like, okay, um, an observation of these thoughts. But then you get to observe those thoughts. These thoughts are innate to you. And then that curiosity is an access point, right? From there, you're becoming aware of, oh, I always think about spirituality. I'm always thinking about philosophy. I'm always thinking about why we're here. Now, I'm just giving you my examples, right? But for me, then that's like, huh, that's provoking awareness in terms of these are my curiosity points. This is kind of, I think this is what I'm here to do. Like, I, I'm just here to explore, <laughs> you know, philosophy and how that can actually help us live a richer better life like that's what i'm that's what i'm about now that awareness creates a shift so we can become more and more aware right about us about ourselves also in the present moment become more and more aware so if you're more present more aware in the moment through mindfulness your exchanges are richer you might learn something that you may have missed before so yeah mindfulness and awareness there's a lot in that space yeah, there's so much power in that. I mean, I'm so happy that we sort of ended the conversation or that we are at the end of the this episode with mindfulness because that also is a tool that you can use to take yourself towards what your purpose is towards, towards like you said, what your curiosity is. Because if you are now starting to become more self-aware, more mindful about yourself, you know, just spending some time with you 
then you can start to discover those levers that are in your mind behind, like behind the, the curtain, behind the, your current thoughts and your current things that you have to or want to, or you think you need to do like beyond just a little bit deeper. There's, there's those levers that you can pull those curiosity levers that will show you these different avenues of things that you can explore. So I love that how we took, how we started with purpose, like expanded on top of that, said what it was for us and then how you can live that inflow purposefully inspired and then at the same time we end with okay right so these are some steps and also what is mindfulness and how does that connect in with perhaps how you can use that towards you know living a purposeful life so i want to bring this conversation to our last few questions and the one is i always end my shows with like i call it the three the three impact questions and It's just questions that we can go or questions I'm, I'm going to ask you to give something to us that we can like go and do after this episode or think about at least. Mm. So it's just action so we, we've had this massive, sorry. Right. Take an action or provoke thought. Both. I will see now. Okay. So the reason yeah, is because I just love how we can sometimes not take action after getting information. Mm. Right? So just being knowledgeable all the time, but not doing anything about it. it. That's just so empty. So Integrate. I'm going <laughs> to jump in with this. It's three short questions. So I think the best would be a short answer if possible, right? So Let's if possible, where possible. possible. <laughs> gotcha. What is one small action that someone can take straight away after this discussion to live more purposefully? I know we've, we've said a lot, perhaps there's one word, there's one idea, there's one thought. What is one small action that we can take after this discussion? to live more purposefully. Close your eyes and give thanks for life. And yeah, just give thanks for life. From there, you build an appreciation and acknowledgement of that your life is something special and then you want to live on purpose. Close your yeah, eyes and give thanks for love life. That. Yeah, I love that. It also centers you a bit. It, it brings you in alignment and it also makes you aware, right? It brings you into that awareness. I love that. What is, second question, what is one, what is one thing that we can stop doing that is limiting our opportunities of living a purposeful and mindful life. Complaining, making excuses. I'm by no means the master of this. I still complain. <laughs> Once again, and, uh, thank you for being on, human. <laughs> <laughs> but go on a challenge. Set yourself the task of 10 days of no complaining and you realize how much you really do it. And as an energetic frequency, you're putting that out there. The more you put out there, the more you attract. So you're consistently praying for more things to complain about. Ease up on that. Stop. Love that. So there's your challenge, guys, for 10 days. See if you can stop yourself from complaining. Perhaps just start becoming aware of where you complain. Write that down and just start, you know, minimizing that. So I love that. Thank you, Amrit, for that. And then the last question is, what is one question that people can go and explore today that will invite them to live a more purposeful life? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Is that too nebulous? <laughs> That's every every episode on the podcast which ends with who am I or who are you? Um, so I'm very uh, into that question. A very powerful question to ask yourselves, guys, is why. I think that's just coaching 101. Um, just ask why to, to, to everything. Like why, like this job that I'm doing, why? Money, why? Uh, to live in the house that I live in. Why do you live in the house that you live in? Uh, my wife likes it. Why does she like it? Uh, I don't know. I never asked her. Oh, go ask her. Does she like living here? No. Oh, shit. I'm hustling for no reason. <laughs> ask why. Start with why. There we go. Simon Sinek. Start with why. Ask why, right? <laughs> I love him as well. He's, he's such a great teacher as well. Uh, yeah, thanks for that awesome question. So where can people get hold of you if they want to learn more about you? Perhaps they want to get in touch, get coached, whatever they feel they need to do or want to do after this discussion. How can people get in touch with you? Where can we find the real Amrit Sandhu? <laughs> if you find the real Amrit Sandhu, let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, there's, you know, the Inspired Evolution, the intention is to help everybody inspire to evolve. So it's everywhere. It's YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram. Um, places where I haven't ventured too far onto is Twitter doesn't uh, or Snapchat. They don't really speak to me. TikTok's really fun. Um, so I'm there. So, um, yeah, in order to get in touch with me, I think Facebook is the medium that facilitates that the best. Um, so yeah, if you look up Amrit 
on Facebook. I'm Rosandu. I'm holding a brick with love on it. Um, or the Inspired Evolution page is really good. We monitor the inbound mail on the Inspired Evolution page. There is a lot of inbound mail on the Inspired Evolution page, but I inevitably, at the time of recording this podcast, do get back to everyone. It just takes a little bit of time. So I will definitely get back to you. Don't stress. Um, it just takes a little bit of time. If you really want to drop in and send me an email, it's amrit at inspiredevolution.com. Um, yeah, so I'm available there. Amrit at inspiredevolution.com. Best way to get in touch with me. And yeah, I think that's plenty of points of contact. Um, if you're inspired by some of the stuff that's shared here, do check out the podcast. It means the world to me. Drop in on YouTube. I love just the energy that we're creating there. So yeah. Love it. So guys, I'm going to add those links into the show notes of this episode. If you want to go and check that out, definitely go and listen or view his podcast. It's really, he's got, he's got a few amazing guests on that uh, podcast uh, speaking about really interesting things and things that can keep you inspired, you know, help you live and inspired and help you evolve as a human being as well in such a beautiful way. So closing question would just be in what way, Amrit, would you like to inspire or empower or impact the world? I'd love it if I could be the change that I wish to see in the world. I've got a lot of work to do still, <laughs> but I'm inspired to evolve and I'm on the journey. So for me, that's what resonates most. Love it. Thank you so much, uh, Amrit. I just want to quickly just say that I really love your your realness, uh, your authenticity, <laughs> just the you. way that you show up. So I just want to thank you for just being yourself. I think so many of us out there <laughs> struggle to do that, you know, so thank you for so being aligned. Thank you for, I just want to acknowledge also that you, all the work you do and that you help to keep people on purpose or help them live a purposeful life, help them be mindful, help them live a life where they can become better versions of themselves. So thank you for teaching that to people and inspiring us, you know, individuals out there, the other individuals out there to just be I don't know, more of ourselves. Thank you for that. I really admire that and I appreciate that. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you, brother. Everything you see in another human being is only your capacity of seeing, right? Like, so what you see is also what you behold. So thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for having such a free-flowing, candid conversation. You know, it's like, yeah, there's scripted questions and then there's actually just letting your curiosity flow. And I love the way you're showing up in the world. And for those tuning in, I know Chris is a really humble guy, but like, guys, it takes a lot of love, time, energy, and passion to build a podcast. So if you can, send him a message, let him know you love what he's doing you know subscribe to him follow him like it really helps you know just the little messages that you send as well just someone saying hey like i love this episode just saying that you know or hey i really learned this the other day like that just keeps the the fuel of a fire of our passions and the flames still going so chris like big fan of what you're doing brother and, and really love the way you're showing up and exploring possibility and i'm so excited for you man thanks for having me on Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate that. And guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. Amrit, I'll speak to you soon. Have a great day. Enjoy. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Did you see the way that he exited that, uh, that episode? He was so excited. He was so authentic. He just showed up super, super real. And I absolutely love that about him. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. If you did and you learned something new, I always ask that you just share this episode with someone else, pull them into the conversation or join our, I call it the mindset, the possibility mindset community, which is called the Hive Mind on Facebook. Join us there, share your story, share your next question and let us get the crew, get the, you know, the army together and let's rally together and support you on your questions, on your journey as you become a better version of yourself. Like I said, share this with someone else and uh, let them know about this episode. Let them know about the podcast and let's get the discussion going. Let's get it rolling. As always, take what you take what you just learned, implement it in your own life, see what works, see what doesn't, and just keep those things that are really special to you and personal to you and keep growing as a person. I'm always going to suggest that you keep on going, keep on moving forward. And with that said, I'll see you guys in the next episode of Exploring Possibilities. So now don't be afraid to go and explore and find that possibility, guys. Keep expanding your potential. Cheers.